0: Hey, Michigan State volleyball fans, and welcome once again to Bump Set Spike. As always, I'm your host Jennifer Swanchera, and let's go ahead and dig right into Week Seven of this edition of Bump Set Spike. Spartans, they're now 19 and seven with their overall record and eight and six in the Big Ten. And right now, after uh, the release of the ABCA coaches poll, they are ranked number 16 this week. So not losing too much footing after uh, losing one last weekend. They went one and one and beat Northwestern in 4 but lost to Illinois in 4, both on the road. They will then stay on the road this weekend as they travel to Nebraska and then to Iowa, going ahead and recapping Northwestern Corey Master. She had a big accomplishment on the road as she became MSU's all-time dig leader. She gained 24 digs to make her surpass Veronica Morales, who was at MSU from 1994 to 97. Monster is also ranked 22nd in the all-time Big Ten books. So a big congrats goes out to Master and all the other Spartans who have gotten big milestones accomplished this season, along with hers, of course, Wazinski and Matthews. So put her in the record books as well. And speaking of Wazinski, Lauren, she hit... Uh, 326 with 17 kills, had 4 blocks, 3 aces, and 8 digs. Double-digit kills were tallied by the freshman pair of Chloe Reinig and Alyssa Fitterer. Taylor Galloway, she tied her season high with 14 digs and added 4 blocks and 7 kills against Northwestern. And Alexis Matthews, she contributed 9 kills and 4 blocks over the Wildcats. The game was won by the Spartans, of course, three to one in four sets. After losing the first one, so the overall score it was 24-26. That was the first one they lost, and from then on they won the next three: 25-21, 25-13, and 25-14. Going into that one loss that they lost, it was set one. Jumping had to where MSU and Northwestern were tied at 12. Both teams' hitting percentage was impressive, but MSU hit. 50- 59% while the Wildcats hit 61.5. The teams traded 1-2 to two point leads with Northwestern and getting it to set point at 24-22. Bitterer gained a kill in Galloway, and Autumn Christensen-Block made it go into extra points, tied at 24-piece. But then the Wildcats rallied back and finished it 26-24. But from then on, as we said, it was all the Spartans game from then. Set 2 was 25-21 for the Spartans as they began with a 7-5 lead, but a Northwestern rally of 4 gave them the lead. Similar to the first set, both teams traded 1 or 2 point leads, but MSU finally gained a 3 point lead at 21-18 and then again at 23-20 with Galloway and Matthews Kills. Northwestern came back with two points, but Fitterer got a side out of the Wildcats and Christensen finished it with a cross-court kill, finishing that second set 25-21 for the Spartans. Set 3, 25-13, and it was obvious that it was all Spartans opening it up after that intermission with a 10-4 lead thanks to a pair of kills from Reinig and Wazinski and helped by some Wildcat errors. And you tried to come back with MSU ahead 15-10, but MSU, they went on a 10-3 run to finish the third set quickly for the Spartans, 25-13. Ahead 2-1, this was it for the Spartans and Northwestern. 25-14 was the final of the set number four. Came out similar to the third set with a 12-4 lead for the Spartans. Some long rallies tried to keep Northwestern in the game, but the Spartans had contributions from all players on the court as MSU went and finished out that game 25-14. to So against Northwestern, they were able to win that one 24-26, 25-21, 25-13, and then 25-14. They stayed on the road and went to Illinois, though where Alyssa Fitterer had a career-high 15 kills and had five blocks on top of that. Wazinski had 17 kills, six digs, and four blocks. Alexis Matthews, she tallied eight blocks and six kills, and Moster again gave the Spartans 24 digs and eight assists. The Setters' Kristen Kelsey, she had 23 assists and eight digs, while Hallie Peterson she had a season-high of 10 digs and 20 assists. MSU fell in four sets against the Fighting Illini after hitting just 19.8% on the night, but MSU outblocked IU 12 to 9.5, but lost it in four 19 to 25, 25 21, 17 25, 19 to 25. And going into set number one, it was a loss for the Spartans 19-25 as Illinois opened the game at 10-6, to then gained a six-point advantage at 17-11 to with Wazinski and Fitterer trying to close the gap. The Illini forced into a timeout by MSU as they closed it in within two at 20-18. to Illinois left that timeout with back-to-back kills, but MSU, they gained a point on an IU attacking error. That would be the last point for the Spartans, though, as Illinois finished the set with three straight points to finish out that first set 25-19 for the Fighting Illini. Set two, it was MSU who got it. It was 25-21 as MSU began with a new mindset and a lead that uh, was 12-3 to at one point. Illinois then countered, though, by going on a 6-1 to run to give them that lead at 15-11, which forced MSU into a timeout. The teams then traded points, but MSU, they kept a three-point lead at 17-14 before extending that lead to six. Thanks to two Illinois errors and a fitty kill, Illinois had to call a timeout with a lead at 23-17 for the Spartans. They committed four errors, but Ryanig she proved resilient and finished the set out for her Spartans 25-21. It was going to get close there, but she was able to be the saving grace for her Spartans and get them out of trouble. Set three, it was off to the fighting Illini, 17-25. They won that one. Tied at 10 apiece, the Illini wasted no more time and went on a 9-0 run against the Spartans, obviously forcing Coach George into a timeout. MSU was then able to gain the composure, and though they outscored the Illini 7-6, to the Illini's lead was just too large for the Spartans in the third set, so they lost that one 17-25, and set four was where it was ended. 19-25 as Illinois leaped to a 6-point lead at 12-6. But thanks to a 4-1 run, the Spartans were able to pull within 3 of IU and cause them to call a timeout. Wazinski and Matthews had a block out of Illinois' timeout to close the gap to 2. MSU kept chipping away at the Fighting Lion-ice lead, but the home team they went on a 5-1 to lead to bring the set to 22-16 with Illinois ahead. Illinois was then able to close it out 25-19 to and give themselves a split season at 12-12 to overall after that victory over the Spartans. After that good old recap of the Spartans and their 1-1 weekend last weekend, it's time for a quick intermission to look at the Big Ten and what's going on there as eight Big Ten teams are ranked in the top 25 in the ABCA coaches poll. Penn State is still in the lead. They are resilient up there. They won't let go of it. They're number two in the country. Number nine is Nebraska. 11, Minnesota. Wisconsin is number 14. MSU is ranked number sixteen. Number 18 is Purdue, followed by Michigan at 19, and Illinois rounds it out at 25 in the coach's poll. Now to take a look at the Big Ten standings. Of course, Penn State is at the top. They've only lost one game, and it was to Michigan State, so they have a 13-1 record in the Big Ten. Number two is Nebraska with a 12-2 record in Big Ten play. Number three is Minnesota. Wisconsin's number four tied with Michigan State and Illinois. 5 is Purdue, 6 Michigan with a 6-8 and record, tied with Northwestern. Ohio State is in 7th place, Iowa number 8, and rounding it out is Indiana. Now with all that Big Ten news, it's time to look at who the Spartans will play in the Big Ten this upcoming weekend as they'll play Nebraska and Iowa. First, they'll play Nebraska, their number 9. Ranked second in the big ten with a twelve and two big ten record, they are eleven and one at home, so they have a serious home court advantage and Coach George was definitely uh attributing that during my interview that you'll hear a little bit later. But last weekend, the Huskers beat Wisconsin three to one and then number nine Minnesota in a five set match. Two of Nebraska's players were honored this week by the Big Ten. Senior outside hitter Kelsey Robinson, who is such a huge player for Nebraska. She was named Big Ten Player of the Week, and Mary Polymer was named Big Ten Setter of the Week. Robinson led the Huskers last weekend on the road, averaging 4.9 kills and 3.4 digs. She had double-doubles against both the Badgers and Minnesota. So as I say, she's a huge player. Definitely look out for her and also look out for Polymer. She averaged 12.3 assists per set with 50 sets against Wisconsin and 61 against Minnesota. So she's a real big team player, going to set things up for her teammates and definitely have uh, an eye out for Polymer setting up Robinson for those nasty kills that Robinson's capable of doing. So that's Nebraska now going on to the next game it's against Iowa on Saturday ranked 2nd to last in the Big 10 with a 1 and 13 record the Hawkeyes are 4 and 7 at home they lost both games last weekend getting swept by both then number 9 Minnesota and number 16 Wisconsin Look out for junior outside hitter Alex Lovell. She had 11 kills and digs against Minnesota. With all that being said about Iowa and Nebraska, we're going to take a moment to hear what Coach George had to say about her girls and what players she thinks has shown true Spartan potential already as a freshman. Go ahead and think who you might think would be the best of the freshman squad and who you think is going to be a star Spartan. I know who I have in mind, but you have to hear what Coach George has to say for for herself, so listen up. Thanks,
1: Coach as always. Um, last weekend, splitting it again. Um, what did you see from your girls? I thought we played it. Uh, very, very well against Northwestern, and there was a lot of fight in us, and I thought they challenged us and they came after it was a very good match and Illinois was a team that was playing like you know we expected them to play all year. I think they you know they had their mojo going and, and played exceptional defense and I think you know got us out of uh, our comfort zone a little bit you know they served real well, they played really good defense and uh, and gave us you know gave us all they had so um, it was a tough match I think there 's things that we can improve upon, but uh, you know i I get put my hats off to Illinois and how they played. And then this weekend, still on the road, Um, what are you preparing
0: your girls for as they continue on the road before they return home?
1: Well, you know, we're just kind of, again, improving our game, and that's the whole thing. It's about the process as the year goes on, and what do we need to do, you know, with, with Nebraska and Iowa, knowing, um, you know, Nebraska's a, a very raucous environment, you know, 8,000 people will be there at the match, and and yet they're a very talented team, and so we need to be prepared for that. Again, Kelsey Robinson's such a big part of their team, and, and uh, but their supporting cast is awfully good, and they're getting better all the time, so um, knowing that they're ready, and then Iowa, you know, a very well-balanced team, and a team that, you know, we need to get in there and, and really Really be focused and ready to go.
0: What have you found yourself maybe working on as the Big Ten season has progressed
1: overall? Well, I think as a, as a year goes on, it always goes into different phases about where you're at and what you're doing. So working on obviously your passing and your serving is, is key at this time of the year. But your side out rotations, your percentages, you know your system and your rhythms, and and your blocking and how you're going to defend against different teams. So. Your focus goes, um, you know, goes on what you need to defend and what you need to get better on as you see strengths of other teams come your way. So, um, obviously, you know, we know that, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot of great outside hitting. You know, the middles are strong, uh, setter that's active in Nebraska, and you know, different things that you have to to key on. But you know, there's different strengths with different teams, and so you just kind of have to hone into that. But but it, at the same time, you have to continue to improve as the season goes on. Have you found any players maybe? You know stepping up that you didn't you know think before the season started in the big ten. No, I mean, I, I've always had all the faith in the world of all my girls stepping up in the Big Ten and, and being what they can be, and I think Alyssa uh, Federer has have been having some really good matches, and no doubt about that, but, you know, kind of I've expected that always, you know, she's she's very talented, she's very fast, and, you know, I think that, uh, you know, she was really, she really stood out last week and hitting, I can't believe she didn't get freshman of the, the week, I mean, I was pretty ticked off about that because she hit over 500%, uh, averaging well over three and a half kills per game on the right side with, with almost a block game and you know I I just think that that she had a stellar hitting a you know a 480 or 786 and in the first match against Northwestern 12 for 14 is pretty amazing and uh, you know so I think she had a great great weekend but she had been having great weekends and she's you know that's more of a consistency for her she's she's really stepping up.
0: Well, that's all I have for you today for Bump Set Spike fans. Make sure to tune in next week to see how MSU finished over Nebraska and Iowa as the Spartans prepare for their final weekend of Big Ten play before they head to Ann Arbor for their final game of the season against Michigan on that Wednesday before Thanksgiving. As always, for Impact Sports and Bump Set Spike, I'm your host, Jennifer swan Go Green!